0: What's good, what's good, what's good in the hood? I am and always will be your host, Juice, and welcome to episode 9 of the Good in the Hood podcast, man. A little different today, um, it's going to just be a solo episode with just me. Uh, a lot to talk about today, though, so it will be entertaining, I can promise you that. Shout out to the regular um, guests I have on the show, to my bro Smoother, my bro uh, Jay Black, who special shout out to Jay because bro just donated a kidney. Um, he recovered. He's recovered pretty speedy so far. But you know he still got some residual effects. He's, he's working out. But bro is a is a warrior. He's a beast, and I really I'm really glad to call that man a friend. Um, super super inspirational um, story he has, and I hope he, he hope he's able to share with you guys in a very in a very um, near future. Uh, shout out to the bro Moon, um, the bro Mello. Uh, the whole Pivot Gang homies um, and everybody else that um, I love and rock with out there is my friends. They ain't gotta say no more. or the homies sleep. Shout out to Tim. Um, and I wish I wish more of the bros were here today because there is so much to talk about. But like, like I've said on the Juice Unfiltered series now for the last two episodes, uh, the coronavirus is getting real serious and social distancing is becoming um, not even not even a, a, a advisement. It's like a requirement at this point. We all need to be social distancing, uh, just staying at home um, unless you need to go outside, like go to the store or little things like that. If you want to leave the house, uh, just do it in a smart manner. Like I leave the house to go drive and just, just to see the scenery and just be outside and breathe in fresh air. But I'm not interacting with other people. I just, you know, just being cautious. I'm not sure what I have. I'm not sure what they have. Uh, once again, the coronavirus is something that is not easily detectable. You can just be someone who carries it and not have any symptoms, and still be able to give it to someone else who could be prone to to receiving those symptoms and being actually um, affected severely by this uh, by this virus. Um, as of, as of today, I just checked this morning. Oh, there have been six hundred and fourteen, eight hundred. Six hundred fourteen thousand eight hundred eleven cases worldwide. Twenty-eight thousand two hundred eighty-two deaths. The U.S. is is leading the world in the number of cases, um, with one hundred and four thousand two hundred fifty-six deaths. But we're not even in the top five. I mean, mean cases. I'm sorry. It was it's one hundred and four thousand two hundred and fifty six cases um but we're not even in the top five i don't believe as far as the death rate goes uh, we have seventeen hundred and four deaths um still greatly behind italy who has nine thousand um china with three um it um, spain with uh five point five point six thousand um iran with twenty five hundred um and, and just and just so on and so forth and it's it's super scary. Um, and since it's one of those things that happens a lot in the world, in, in, in society as a whole, when it does not affect you directly, when you don't see it, when you don't feel it, it's almost like you're numb to it. And we should not be this way. Um, we, we, we've we seen it in the past. When you look at crime rates in my, in my home, in my hometown, in my home city, Chicago, and you see all of the the death rates and the murder tolls in Chicago and we'll just say the stats and keep moving but when that stuff hits home man it's it's different and we need to always have that in our mind like okay it's not affecting me but how would i feel if it was affecting me like think for others at times man just and just be be a good person and like just and, and just be cautious man like and this thing like i would I would have thought it would have affected or people would have woke up faster to it I can't believe people are still out going to parties and and doing just and just interacting socially like nothing's going on. I can't believe people are still doing that because for me I was someone who didn't take it seriously because the whole country didn't take it seriously for like the first the first two months of this year um but once like it started like March madness is canceled NBA suspended the season all this stuff started happening I'm like oh Oh, this must be serious because now people like like these big these big companies these big conglomerates are with are withholding income basically. They're like stopping their their revenue um, for safety, and you know in this capital in this capitalistic world that doesn't happen unless something is seriously going wrong. And um, that's what opened my mind to it and it just had me on just lockdown. I'm not going outside. I'm not socializing with nobody. I'm gonna go ahead and face my blunt. <laughs> But um, with that being said, when I look at like this, the, it's 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 also like on a more lighter note about the subject because I don't want to be super dark about coronavirus right now because you know it is a dark topic. But you know, someone who hasn't been affected by it yet, like myself, like, I've I've heard stories of like in local neighborhoods that have it, and it's something that's growing here in Chicago, and it, it's, it's it could it could hit close to home very shortly. But in the meantime. I'm more just sitting at the crib and like watching, like, man, ESPN really has nothing going on. Fox Sports 1 has nothing going on. Um, there's no sports. It's crazy. I'm not going to watch esports. It's not just, not my thing. Um, and I'm I, I said and I thought about it because the NBA season was so good. And being a Bulls fan, when, you, when you're actually a fan of a sports team, especially if it's your hometown sports team, I feel like that you are super committed to that sport when that team is good. When that team is good, you know all the stats for every team because you know <laughs> you got to talk your shit. Like when D Rose and the Bulls were great, I was I was the biggest NBA fan because I had I had all the stats for everybody to prove why Derrick Rose the best player in the league or why the Bulls should be the champions or will be the champions. And of course, that didn't happen for the Bulls. But you know that when when, when your team is competitive, it makes the sports better. The sport better. But this year, even though the Bulls are a complete utter trash. I found myself truly enjoying the NBA. The NBA was having a great season. Uh, LeBron was on pace to to tie Michael Jordan, have five MVPs, get his fourth title. Um, I really wanted the Lakers to win the championship this year because I was a a big Kobe fan. And, you know, when Kobe died, it's like, man, the Lakers got to do it now for Kobe. They got to. They gotta do it for Vanessa. They gotta do it for that whole family. They they need to they need to be they need to celebrate something at this time. I really want that to happen. Um, and of course, um, an NBA championship is is minute in comparison to 1,700 people losing their lives in America and and 28,000 losing their lives in the world. So the, the NBA championship is minute compared to that. But I just it, it's impossible not to sit there and just and just think like man. What this season could have been, like as as a fan, uh, just trying to take a lighthearted approach to, to, to thinking about this uh, this crisis. I wasn't the biggest NCAA basketball person. I, j- I literally just watched uh college hoops during the March during March Madness for the most part. Um, the NFL. Um, if this if if coronavirus affects the NFL, I would be baffled, bro. Like I would like I I, I would I would officially just say, yo, we gotta just not go anywhere. No one can leave the house. If, if this goes into June, like if what we're dealing with now, like right now, it's March twenty eighth. If this goes into June, this is just it's gonna be ugly, man. Because like I'm a person, I'm one of the people who was affected and was laid off, but I'm also I'm also able to file for unemployment. I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm, I I I have my ducks in a row, in, in a sense, like I I think I'll be okay if I can if I can get if it just gets me back at work by June. If it goes to August though, fam, I don't know. Who knows what, who knows what, how long, how long can the government afford to pay us unemployment? There were 3.3 million last time I checked. Uh, 3.3 million Americans filed for unemployment. I'm not sure how many people are in this country for the top, top of my head, I should look that up, but I think it's like seven-something, seven million-something, if I'm not mistaken. And if it's only like seven million of us and 3.3 million of of applied for unemployment, that is crazy. Um, And, you know, and, and like I said, this is a crisis. And it's something that we need to approach. And we look at schools. Schools are shutting down. And... Um, shout out to the C- CPS Chicago Public Schools and other schools across the uh, country who are staying open just to provide kids with food because I know there are plenty of kids out there who, who who parents can't feed them three meals a day. They can't afford that. the, the parent has to go to work um, and stuff like that. So it's imp- schools are necessary beyond just education, and I'm glad that, that the school authorities are realizing that. I'm not sure how they approach um return to school, how they approach, uh, the next, the next, the next year, how they approach this year, uh, does, th- th- does the year just stop, um, am I for, I just tweaked, there's 327 million people in America, I don't know why I said those, was so um, I'm, I'm crazy, um, <laughs> but yeah, still, 10% of the, 10% of the population apl- applying for unemployment is wild, um, I said seven million people were in America, and it's three hundred twenty-seven. That's crazy. Um, I'm gonna leave that in too. I want y'all to realize how dumb I am. Uh, but like I said, we're going for school and with like the NBA. I'm um, I'm curious how the author um, these these authoritative figures in those um, in those positions decide what to do with this year. Uh, does the NBA just cancel this year? Do they give out awards still uh, do, for school? Do do kids have do kids have to go back and do this whole year over again or do kids could just get to move on to the next grade it's it, it's tough things and i think with with kids what they could do they could start back school if 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 it's a lot if it's possible they could start back school in june and and go until what august or september and then not come back until 2021 and i don't Maybe that could be the new thing. Maybe they get rid of summer break. I'm not sure how that works. Um, it's. I'm glad I'm not in that position to have to make those decisions. These are tough decisions. Um, and unfortunately, we're in a position where we need great people, smart-minded people, um, level-headed people to make these smart decisions. And our president is who our president is. Um, <laughs> I just I have no words. I have no words to describe how I feel about Trump. Um, when I when I watch those daily briefings and I watch um, Cuomo from New York just outside our president, and I'm, I, I sit back and I think I remember in twenty in twenty sixteen when he was officially elected, I just looked at the TV because I, I used to be a person that, that used to work the um, the election polls and I was I was a um, what they called an equipment man dressed up the whole event for the election uh, the election polls whatever right and. I'm just sitting there like, man, people are really going to vote for Trump. This is a thing, and I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I don't hold my, uh, my, my political views that tight to my chest. I'm a full blown Bernie, Bernie Sanders supporter. Um, I get the socialist I, ideology that you got, that people want to put on him, but I would much rather go for socialist than go for the go the route that we're going now, um, where a president would just laugh at a virus. Like, he literally laughed at it. He is not, he's still not respecting this virus. He wants to be open by, um, by, East, he wants to open the country back up by Easter. And I get it. Um, the stock market is plummeting. You're a businessman. You care about those kind of stats. You want to be looked at as a good wartime, um, wartime president. But, bro. It's, ain't it's not about you. It's not about your stats. It's not about what you want your legacy to say. Um, your legacy is going to say you're Donald Trump. Like, I don't know what you expect. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not understanding what bro was expecting, what he. What, what his idea is. But the fact that y'all voted for this man bro, annoys me beyond measure. Like, I, I, I was actually a person who was big into politics uh, through, through high school and through uh, my stint in college. Um, I minored in political science for for a quick second, um, and once in twenty sixteen, once he got elected, I swear I dropped politics. I just gave up. I quit the I idea. I looked at politics. Okay, this is just a game. This is a game to them. They don't care. Like there's, there's no change gonna be made through politics. I just I, I gave up. I really did. I still kind of believe that. I still I, I still believe the way the system is 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 constructed in in politics. Is just not gonna fix anything anytime soon. I think this is gonna be a continuing thing. It's gonna like even with Obama. Obama did a good job to me, a great job to me. Um, But at the same time, the country hasn't changed much in years, um, as far as the economy, as far as um, the the classism. Like everything is still very much the same. Um, You can argue about taxes and whatever all day every day um inflation exists so taxes are going to just continue to raise and there's no predicting it and honestly the economy the economy is just treated like a game they treat everything they treat us like like pawns on the chessboard you know we we, we're very small to them like when i got laid off I, i sat back and thought like man in the day we are just numbers to, to 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 our bosses, to the to our bosses' bosses, and so on and so forth. And when you climb that, when you climb up, when you climb up that <laughs> that those ranks high enough, and you you pass your boss, you get past the owner of your company. Uh, they even even the owner of your company answers to somebody who answers somebody who answers to the president, who answers to Congress, and so forth and so forth. And it's just a never it's it's a never ending ladder of hierarchy and when people get that kind of power and they feel like they can just, they can, that people below them, whenever someone feels like people are below them, bad things happen, man. And I'm not, I'm not a socialist. I'm not, I'm not, saying that, but I'm just, it's the classism in this country, the classism in this world is so disgusting. And, and the result of it is what's happening with the coronavirus. The result of it is what happened with Katrina back in 2005. Um, the result of it is the recession, and how it affect, how it affected the middle class, working class, and 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 the in the impoverished communities. Like at the end of the day, the the cream rises to the top, and the people at the bottom get nothing. Like that's how it works, and that that system is just wrong. Like I don't know how I don't know how I don't know how else to um to break it down other than that system is wrong, and. When I look at figures and like and honestly, the only positive thing about what Trump has done as his presidency run is it's shown us that even though he was the wrong man, politicians are not the answer. I don't feel like. Like I, I want Bernie Sanders to rock. I like Bernie Sanders uh what he talks about what what he invokes, but at the same time, his person does not gravitate. So we need someone who's gonna who's gonna be able to touch the people, and like Obama. Well, what made Obama so special to me, and even Clinton, Bill Clinton, not Hillary, in a certain way, like even though he had his huge flaws, huge huge flaws, they were people that we can touch, you know, people that we can semi relate to or semi approach that we felt comfortable with them. We can we couldn't can't trust a politician, but. They were They they had trustworthy traits. You know what I'm saying. And there's nothing about um a Trump that's trustworthy to me. Like even back when we I was a shorty and he would be on WWE, he was you know a jerk. He was like someone that we laughed at. He was someone we mocked. Um The Apprentice. We mocked him. And somehow, some way we made we made this man the president. We made the um, billionaire version of Flavor Flav our president. And <laughs> I just. I just can't believe it, man. I look at I look at where we are, and honestly, I'm not sure how, how Obama would have handled this. I'm not sure how Clinton, I'm not sure how George W. Bush, I'm not sure how anybody would have handled this. But I just feel like a level-headed person. Any three names I just named, and George W. Bush was not the most level-headed, I believe those three people that 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 preceded Trump, I believe they both would have acted on this virus much quicker. I believe his vice president, someone who I don't like either, Mike Pence. I think he would have took this much more serious, much faster, and we would have at least got a little bit ahead of it. I think as soon as we heard Italy had it, we would have been all right, "Boom, let's go." We gotta, we gotta, we gotta start taking precautions. We did not take precautions until it hit us, which is crazy. Um, but I'm. I'm off that man. Let's get let's get off that because I can go on forever about how much I hate our political system in America and in the world. But um, in this time of quarantine, um, in this time of um, I know people hate me saying quarantine. People hate everyone saying quarantine, but it's just a cool word to say. Um, in this time of just uh, stay at home. In this time of you know self just self isolation. Um, a lot of new music has came out, a lot of music I've been listening to, a lot of new TV shows I've been watching, a lot of movies i try to watch. I have, o- I'm O.D. bored at the crib. Like, I'm trying to make more content and, and do more of this, like, doing more of the Juice Unfiltered series. Um, make, I've been making playlists every day. If you're, um, um, a member of the, the Good in the Hood podcast, Facebook groups, you can see my daily, my daily playlist, my, uh, Juice Supreme versus the Quarantine volumes. um. Also, I'm gonna drop a, um, a playlist. I believe today before this podcast, drop or after this podcast, drop uh, of just ten, uh, the, you know, the, the ten playlists. I the 10, the ten song playlists I give on Spotify with uh, with the with the BKC shout out to Blank Canvas, uh, the Blank Canvas creatives, um, the homie Uncle Vic kills those topics. And I got uh, this week his topic was uh, the the female rappers, uh, female MCs. Um, I got my microphone queens playlist coming out this uh, today. But with all that being said, man, I'm going to talk about some of this new music that's dropped, right? And I'm a big fan of the Joe Budden podcast. Big fan. And Joe Budden has kind of instigated this kind of feud that I'm not sure if it's true or not true, but it's The Weekend vs. Party Next Door, right? And The Weekend album dropped after hours, and I... And, and I fuck with it. It's a pretty, it's a good, pretty good project. It's better than Starboy to me. It's um, it's still very pop heavy. It's very weekend. Weekend is never gonna go back to, to full blown trilogy mode. Uh, the closest thing we got to that was Beauty Behind the Madness. Um, and but still on this joint, he's he's talking that talk. He's talking that. He, he's he's doing cocaine with strippers on this album. <laughs> like so, like if. That weekend is definitely present on this album. Um, I rock with a lot of the songs on the album. The weekend he came, he came, we came through. There's some skips, but they're not skips because they're bad songs. They're more so skips because they just sound like a lot of the songs sound the same. With that being said, um, the person that Joe Budden is kind of instigated the weekend beefing with is Party Next Door, and Party Next Door just dropped his album two weeks or maybe a week, two weeks after uh, the weekend. Uh, party Mobiles name of his album, and I'm a big party fan. I actually like party. I liked party a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more than the weekend like that. Um, his first album, his self-titled Party Next Door album, uh, Pete the, the the album that came after that, P two. Uh, those two albums are fire. I love them. Albums always have. I wasn't a big fan of P three or the colors for real, um, but there was still quality. There's still a lot of quality on those projects, right? um this album no party mo party party mobile whatever it's called um yeah it's trash it's pretty bad it's like not bad in the sense of like i can't listen to this blah 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 blah, blah. no nah, but it's it's bad in the sense of it's just i don't want to say monotonous but it's just very it's very one note and it's very it's, it's very melancholy almost too laid back it's almost, it's that kind of back, you can play it like background music, but the kind of background music you'll forget that's playing. Like, you know how you have music playing and you be doing something surfing the web and you vibe into it with music still, right? But you know there other times you have music playing and you just surfing through the web and you just don't realize the music is playing because the music is just so, yeah. That's Party Mobile. Party Mobile, he has a song with Rihanna, bro, and the song with Rihanna made. How do you make a Rihanna song? Rihanna ain't had a song since what? 2018, 2017 at best, like and it's mid? You gonna give us a mid, Rihanna? Oh, you tripping. I was so upset with Party Joe. I, I literally listened to the album two times, right? And then I just said, you know what? I'm done. I put on I put on the first two albums. I put on Party Next Door and, and P2 and just vibed out to those two albums. and just appreciated the time when Party Next Door was actually making quality music, man. I really cannot believe Party gave us such Such a um, a mediocre, uh, (laughs) a mediocre release. I just I was baffled by it, and like I said, the weekend's wasn't didn't blow me out the park. I believe even on the podcast last week, Joe Budden was talking about how um, party next door can definitely beat the weekend. Like he he doubted it at first um, because you know party been kind of fluky recently, but when the weekend dropped, it wasn't super incredible. Joe Budden, like myself, I thought, oh, the party that's can definitely top this. And he somehow was horrible. It was, it's, it's, it's like, it's why? This, this, this album is, it's just not good. It's just not good. Um, also the same, dropped the same day as, uh, Party, uh, was the Jeezy. Uh, he dropped the new album, 2020 Pyrex Vision. I have not listened to that yet. Uh, many, many people, many friends, associates have told me it's a good album. I should listen to it. Um, I listened to TM104, I believe, dropped last year. It was cool. I listened to it for like a day and I gave up on it. Uh, the album before that pressure. The album has uh, that album has American Dream American Dream on it with uh, with J. Cole and Kendrick. Love that song. Don't care about Jeezy on that song. <laughs> J. Cole just kills it. Uh Jeezy, for me, hasn't made a, a dope album or something that I need to listen to in so long that I'm just not rushing to this 2020 Pyrex exhibition. I'm hearing this dope. I'm going to give it a listen, but I'll be damned if I rush to a Jeezy album in 2020. <laughs> I I just be damned. Like last Jeezy album I heard that was just like, man, I think it was recession. That was like 2008, 2009. Uh Jeezy has been, you know what I'm saying? He's he's one of them artists, man. Like like a Jeezy, um a T.I., um I put them kind of in the same realm as I put 50. Like, their sound now, it just ain't going right. It just, just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit in what music is. Like, they haven't progressed any. They haven't changed up any. They're still, like, when Jeezy's at his best, Jeezy is 2005 Jeezy. When T.I. is at his best, T.I. is 2005 T.I. When 50's at his best, he's 2003-50. Like, they're stuck there. Even for me, also a person that people love, that I've also put in that category is like the game. Like I never, I've not rushed to a album by the game since documentary. Like I've been cool. Like it's just, it's gonna be the same thing. Like I like artists who can not necessarily reinvent themselves, but feed me something different. Like even if it sounds like for instance, like Jay, I'm a I'm a huge J Cole fan, right? And when I look at J Cole when he first came out with Come Up and Warm Up and Friday Night Lights and and um and um then he went into Cold World, which I didn't mess with the album. That album was actually is actually a perfect example of something that's like you just you just you just pretty much giving me what you always give me, but just lazily. It's, it's it sounds lazy. Uh so when he came back with Born Center, it's very similar stylistically to a Friday Night Lights, but he's giving me just more. He's giving me you know something is some some difference It's some difference in there different sounding beats you know trying to do melodies adding something to your weaponry every time is important i think as as a fan when i want to hear new music when i want to hear new music from an artist i typically want to hear new music from an artist like i want to hear something different from you i want you to provide me show, show me you've been doing something different um, I believe music is a creative thing. So, if you, do, if you do the same thing every time, that's not creative to me. Like that's, that You lose the creativity. The creativity is gone. That's why I, I got talked about on the Juice Unfiltered episode 3. The, um, it's called uh, Mr. O. Kanye. Even though Kanye, I'm not the biggest fan of his latest music, it's new. It sounds different than anything he's ever done every time. And I can respect that. So, even though I, even though I like the music, I don't like what he's doing as a person... I can respect that he still has that creativity in him to try to change things up, to try to try to try to try to reinvent. Like that is a part of the creative process, and I respect that wholeheartedly. And mention the uh, creative process. Let's rapper, right? And he is ill lyrically. He's incredible. He has, he, has, he has amazing ability and talent as a hip hop artist, right? But, and I hate being one of them dudes on the internet to say somebody's corny or all that stuff right but i can't put my finger on it i really i really be trying and i think it's because the music just isn't good like he, he his creativity is through the roof like he has all the creativity you could want from any artist but the music just is not resonating. i'm talking about Jonah lucas right jonah lucas is a person who he can spit i'm not ever going to deny that boy's uh lyricism his lyrical ability but man, I'm just cool. My homie, uh, my homie, uh, chap on Facebook said that, um, Joyner Lucas can, can can um he can have a song featuring Biggie and Hov, and he'll put Skip. And it's like because Joyner just, it's just nah. Like he dropped this video, um, it's called Will and he pretty much he pretty much reenacted movies, TV, uh, the Fresh Prince. He reenacted Will Smith's um you no know, career in Hollywood he 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 dressed up the part of each Will Smith character and um it's a dope concept he he, he correlated himself to Will Smith and said how they have so much in common how he inspi- how Will Smith inspires him how Will Smith inspires him as a dad as a businessman um and so on and so forth and dope very dope concept uh Will Smith deserves all um all praises um but, fam, it's like, no. I'm not going to listen to this song ever again in life. It's like that racist song he did. Dope concept for a video. The video was phenomenal. Very creative. I'm not listening to that song, bro. I have no need. Like, when um, I think it was... What's my man's name? My son, he rap- he rapped over that and kind of flipped that whole I'm racist uh, video that Jordan Lucas did and killed it. And I kept that song, not the video, I kept that song like in... My rotation. Because like, it's one thing, it's really hard to put this into words. But I just like like for Eminem, or not even Eminem because Eminem's a legend. But like cats like Russ or Logic. I haven't even heard a Russ song, but like a cat like Logic, right? So a cat like Logic can spit, he can do the fast rap thing, he can do the lyrical, the lyrical miracle, all that, all that incredible stuff. But the music just be so lackluster, so unenjoyable, so unentertaining. It's like, there's more to hip hop than words, and I'm a big I'm a big word person. I'm, I, I'm I'm I love rappers who have vocabulary. I love rhyme schemes. I love I love punchlines. I love analogies. I love all of it. Right? I love I love full blown lyricism. I love I can love a rapper just sitting there and just not really having a flow and just spit words at me viciously like a like a Royce or or like a like a Joe Budden or. Like a push of t, like, like I like these artists that that give energy and, and give words and it's not super flowy and does not it don't gotta be my, it don't gotta have a bunch of melodies or a catchy hook. I don't need that for my music, but at the same time, it's got it's got it's gotta be some more. It's gotta be something to gravitate toward, uh, gravitate towards something that's going to, that that's going to like shock or something that's going to be like whoa something it's gotta be it's gotta be something to your to your words other than just what you're talking about like you gotta say something you know what i'm saying like wh- your topic can be incredible creative it can be unique the topic can be all those things but if the words you're saying if if the punchlines if they're not hitting if they're not connecting then you're failing of course logic joiner um even russ i never heard of, never heard a russ song like i said but these three cats all have in. I could put a Gez and a Mac in a Macklemore. I could put a bunch of cats in there, and they all have large fan bases, and I respect it. But I don't understand what the fans are connecting to. They're connecting. It seems like to me, especially with like a Russ or Logic, the person, like the person, seems to be the, the thing the fans are a fan of, not necessarily the music, because. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. How could you be a like it, being a fan, like, listening to a logic uh song is like literally listening to paint dry. He's gonna rap fast, he's gonna talk about how he's half biracial, and there's nothing There's nothing that's gonna stick with you, it doesn't satisfy. Um, but it, also, that can be preferential. Um, that can be very preferential, but at the same time. I just when when someone has the talent that I think Jordan Lucas has, I remember when I first heard Jordan Lucas, I was kind of impressed by his ability. So I listened to an album and I'm like, "This is it. Now nah, you gonna just rap at me? Like you're not gonna provide me with nothing? The the beat selection is gonna be kind of eh. The flow gonna be kind of eh. I like, guess a lot it's a lot of it's a lot of, it's a lot of, a lot of blandness. It's like, very bland. It's like it's like those people who would take, like, some chicken, right, and only season the chicken with salt and, pe- and, salt and pepper. Like, chicken is great. I love chicken. But if, if you're just going to give me some chicken with some salt and pepper and bake it and that's it with some white rice, that's trash, bro. I don't care if you cooked it perfectly. <laughs> Where's the flavor, bro? Like, that's what it is. I had to break it down in fat man terms. All right, so... Jordan Lucas, they all have the talent, right? They all have the gift, but there's no flavor to them. There's nothing that makes them um, stand out, makes them, makes them, makes them interesting, and that's all it comes down to. These videos, these topics he does, incredible, but they're also just like (laughs) they're like just like one-offs. Like boom, that's it. And I don't, I'm not gonna listen to that song again. I'm not gonna go back to it. Why I heard it. You 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 gave me everything on there. There's nothing I'm gonna catch in between them for like. Um, and going on to morning music. Um, I talked. To, I, I did a review the first episode of the Juice Unfiltered uh, series on YouTube. Check that out. Um, was what, my review for J Electronica's um written testimony. And after that, I also um, reviewed it more on um my first guest appearance on the podcast on the Run the Tape podcast. shout out to the homie Comfy Cozy um and 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 um his co-host two two great hip-hop heads that i really appreciate working with um check out their podcast they're doing a quarantine series i think they're doing every episode doing an episode every day when they call up some listeners or some fellow podcasters and they debate out and they um review albums uh the bro harris from the black for the blank canvas uh, creatives crew he was on there doing an episode for the um the Run The Dreamers 3 project, one of my favorite projects of last year. Please check that out, man. Um, I, I talked about the J Electronica album already, so I'm going to touch on it a little bit real quick. The J Electronica album is still in rotation. Um, All Praise Due To Our lot is still my favorite song right now. Um, that song is powerful, bro. That song is powerful. Uh, story, um, The story of Soldier Slim, st- I mean the ghost of Soldier Slim, still fire. Um... The um the blinding still fire, Ezekiel's will still fire. It's it's man. It's a tough album. Um, I know it's not for everybody. So like me knocking Jordan Lucas, I can see somebody else knocking J Electronica. It just connects with me. So that's why I said music is subjective. So like, this this album, a written testimony connects with me hundred percent. I'm rocking with it. Um, first off, the whole God body thing, um, the whole mathematics, the whole that's something I'm interested in actually getting involved in one day in my life. The whole five percenters thing. Um, I, I love the messages they, they they give with the with the mathematics. Um, my favorite number is nine. So just so if, if you're part of that that um, that following, you understand why I can I can resonate with them a lot because the number nine is just so powerful in their system. And nine has always followed me throughout my life. Um, so I, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a numerologist type of guy, but the, the number nine is special to me and it's what it means in in that world is incredible and that's something i want to pursue more so when he breaks down the knowledge in that album or even when jay just comes through and does his jay shit it's it's fire um that album is still is still still in heavy rotation i just wish jay elect wouldn't be from a button like i discussed earlier my fan the button podcast and um i also discussed on the juice and filter series a few times Big Joe Button, hip-hop fan. Um, and to see these two beef, I'm like, man, why couldn't this happen back in the day, bro? Because Joe, Joe was beefing with everybody. And I would love to see how Joe was how would spar and match up with J-Electronica. Um, <laughs> that's just the thought process I'd be having during this boring-ass quarantine of making up battle raps. And of course, that's possible when there's so much battling going on over the internet. Look at, um like, the battles online are crazy. There's been... Timbaland versus Swizz, and last night there was Hip Boy versus Boy Wonder. Um I'm loving it, man. <laughs> I'm loving to see these producers battling. Um I gotta give super shout out to DJ D nice. Um because he what DJ what DJ D nice did on his Instagram live and um got the whole country got over a hundred thousand viewers on Instagram live, just rocking out to his DJ party for like multiple hours. Um, he, for every day of a weekend, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. I mean, I was in my crib. I put the I put the Instagram on my TV, the Instagram Live on my TV, and just got to vibing to to what what, what D was out there spinning. Man, he was spinning oldies. He was spinning hip hop. He was spinning. He had everything moving, and it was like a it was a, it was a day party every day. It was it either the club on Friday night, club on Saturday night, and the Sunday afternoon was a day party, and it was real dope, man. I was just. I was really enjoying it, man, and it's, it just tells you what music can do, because in a world where where there's no sports right now, where there's no outside right now, what else can help us besides music, man? Music has pushed me through so much, and to see what D-Nice did and to him to wake up, I got homies who are local producers, I mean, lo- local DJs, shout out to uh, my homie DJ B, shout out to my homies DJ Woo, DJ, um, DJ Surprise, DJ Storm. I'm seeing all these DJs on Facebook go crazy. I'm seeing like um, shout out to Love, Knife Wonder, um, Britney Sky, um, Leon Rogers from from WCI in Chicago. From um, so many people out there putting out they um, they, they <laughs> getting their um, turntables out and and, spin, and, and spinning and, and putting the set together. It's greatly appreciated, man. Like music pushes us. Like I started making these quarantine playlists. Like, music makes, music helps time go by. Music, music, relieve stress from the brain. It, it it's, it's an escape. Music is, is an escape. And I remember, like I don't remember. I was eleven years old. But like when two thousand one, when um nine eleven happened in two thousand one. I remember that people were going crazy because Jay-Z and Fabulous dropped their album that same day, and people went to sports, but there's no sports now. So like it's all music, and music is going to get us through all this, man. I'm sure of it. Um, I, I have no worries in me because um, um I, I just know that we, we're going to fight. We, we're going to survive this. Um, we, we got to. Uh, survival with the fittest, and I ain't the fittest, but goddammit, I'm going <laughs> to survive. Best believe that. Um, and when I talk about talk about D, uh, DJ G Nice and all these great lives, I gotta talk more about the Timbaland versus Swizz joint, right? Because when that happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" Because I remember when Swizz beat um, Swizz beat Just Blaze. I think he, he beat Timbaland also a couple of years ago on IG Live too, in my opinion. But this time around was different. So what what they what they're doing is not really a beat battle. They're calling the beat battle, but they're really it's really going song for song because at first if you guys watch the entire if you, you watch the entire live video the first the first um ver, the first um live episode because they kind of broke up a few times the first one was Swizz was in his garage playing music and you know what I'm saying and Tim was still in the studio and Swizz was going crazy hitting them with haymakers money cash hoes, and all the anthem Swizz got but coming off the gate he was punching them and and Tim was like getting bowled up. He was getting pop pop pop, knocked out. And um, then Swizz moved to his car and started playing music. And then I'm not sure what happened, but Swizz started falling. He started falling into what Tim started doing. Cause Tim Tim is more, in my opinion, more of a R&B um, R&B producer, and Swizz is more of a hard headed hip hop producer. Like he Swizz has the, the, the hip-hop knockers, and Tim has, if he has hip-hop knockers, they're more laid back, or they just go to Jay-Z, otherwise, he's pretty R&B to me. Um, and for some reason, Swizz kind of just fell into Timberland's world, and Timberland was kind of controlling the tempo with things, and took over. Swizz, Tim, was, Tim was hitting them with, with the Misty joints, Tim was hitting them with, with just everything, Hitting him with the Rihanna joints, he was hitting him with everything, and 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 Swizz for some reason would never get into his his Dmx bag. Swizz wanted to stick with some Mariah shit, and they just like he's like, all right, man, come on, Swizz, like you just taking, you just gonna get beat up like this. And I, I didn't see it going that way. I did not see Swizz losing that. I'm um I'm more of a Timbaland fan as a producer, but in a beat battle, I would have thought that Swizz beats would have came through. But once again. This more so came down to hits. And going off that, we got last night, Hit Boy vs. Boy Wonder. And I thought, once again, I thought Hit Boy was going to prevail. I thought Hit Boy was going to knock this one out the park. I know I know the joints Hit Boy has. I'm not that well versed in the Boy Wonder outside of Drake. And Boy Wonder came through at the beginning with some joints other than Drake. And every, he played like two Drake songs, and then Hit Boy... Would start complaining about, oh, he gonna play all Drake now, and Hip Boy was like in his feelings, like, cause, cause first off, Boy Wonder was hilarious. He was trolling him the whole time. He had a drop. He'll go, the the Drake drop from uh, zero to one hundred. Um, I just saw the Hip Boy. I got all the Hip Boys. He, he he kept playing that over and over again. It was getting under Hip Boy's skin. And for some reason, Hit Boy was not playing his smashes. A Hit Boy would play a bunch of T Grizzlies. He was playing a bunch of songs from Big Sean that I never heard before. And there was one song he played with Big Sean that's coming out on Big Sean's new album, Detroit Two, featuring Nipsey. And that al that song sounds crazy. That song sounds crazy. I cannot wait for Big Sean album to drop. I'm not even a big Big Sean fan. I don't even like Big Sean music for real outside of Dark Sky Paradise. Um, but that song sounds incredible, and I will be waiting for Big Sean's album now. I was not anticipating that album at all for it. it was something I was going to just get to when I get to, but now, I gotta listen to that album, because that song sounds incredible. Um, and then, like, so after Boy Wonder abusing Hit Boy for a long time, because Hit Boy, after a while, Hit Boy just started playing just a bunch of B-side records that no one knew, and that's cool, but on IG Live, the sound isn't so great. So I understand it's a beat battle, but if I can't hear your beats for real and I only hear the song, I'm just hearing the artist really. Like the beat is very, um, is is the beats kind of under the artist because of these because the IG Live quality. So I'm hearing like Man, this don't sound like it's nothing. So it might have been it might have been a banging beat, I'm not sure, but I'm just hearing the song. It doesn't no sound it don't no sound fire, and you going up against a guy who has damn near Drake's whole catalog, like. I'm talking about Boy Wonders out here <laughs> is out here playing Ten Bands and Know Yourself and 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 um, joints from Scorpion. Like he, he just he's going crazy on them. And Hit Boy is playing T Grizzly and Dom Kennedy and a joint the a, a, a Benny the Butcher joint that what didn't sound that fire to me at the time. It might be a fire song, but once again, it didn't sound that good on IG Live. It took forever for Hit Boy to start playing. The uh, songs from Cruel Summer, songs from Watch the Throne. He got, he finally got to click late, 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 late in the um, in the battle. He got to n- niggas in Paris late, late, late in the battle. Well, of course, when that dropped, you gotta play that over and over and over again. He played it like seven times from the, from the, from the start. Um, and then he got the sick in Sicko mode. That beat is so fire. The beat for Sicko mode is so fire. Uh, Hit Boy got a bunch of joints with Nikki. He played a bunch of Nikki joints uh, late. I'm like, man, why are you waiting so long to get to to get to your smack? Like, hip Boy Wonder is knocking him out. Boy Wonder is laughing, trolling him, and Hit Boy is getting mad and he getting so he, he, he was getting tight. He was getting tight. He at, and the greatest thing about the whole thing is the comments. The comment section for the battle makes it even better. Like the comments section elevated the ba- battle to a whole nother level. Because you, you see the comments and, and, and the, the battlers are, are reading the comments. The battle like like Hit Boys reading the comments and he's seeing all everyone saying, Oh boy one is up twenty seven twenty-seven five and you get like Marl from the Joe Button podcast, you get low key from Beats One Radio, you got um, uh, Drake is in the comments, you got Russ in the comments, and everyone just Given their opinion, given their take, and no one is on Hit-Boy's side, it looks like, except Big Sean, who's in studio with Hit-Boy. It was was a great, entertaining experience. I watched the whole, I think it was like three hours, maybe two hours of that um, battle, and it was great, man. They, 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 They killed that. They killed that. And I needed that because... All I've been doing is, watch, is watching like Octavia Spencer, and Blair Underwood, and and Self Made um, on Netflix. Shout out to shout out to LeBron James, great show. I've been trying to watch. I've been watching Dave by uh, with the Little Dicky Show on FX, a hilarious show. I've been pretty bored, man. <laughs> so like to, to to get these battles out the way has been amazing. Uh, I've been watching that Tiger King show sh- uh, Tiger King show too. And let me just tell y'all, man, white people are crazy. That's all I must tell you about Tiger, Tiger King. Tiger King is is the physical affirmation that white people are crazy. Tiger, Tiger King is is nuts. <laughs> it's like why I'm starting to watch the show Westworld. Very slow watch, um, but the idea of it is pretty cool. Um, very similar to Lost or like 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 Lost meets The Matrix meets Deadwood. It's very very interesting show, man. But that battle. That those that Hip boy that Hip Boy Boy wonder battle was much better than the Timberland Swiss battle. And I love I love the Timberland Swiss battle. That battle was super entertaining. I loved I, I love Swiss Beats because Swiss Beats is like a a hype man for itself. But it just wasn't entertaining after a while because Swiss Beats kinda folded. Um and I hate to say that about a legend, but he just kinda did. Like it was kinda It was kind of like he came out the gate so strong, and he did not get back to DMX until it was almost too. It was it was was too late, so that was just very underwhelming. Um, But everyone on Twitter after after that battle last night instantly started naming out names they want to hear next. And I got a few I want a few battles I want to see happen. I I know some are very unrealistic. Like my first one is uh, Dr. Dre versus Pharrell. I think that would be crazy. I would love to see uh, Grinding versus uh. (laughs) <laughs> nothing but a G thing. Like 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 that's just that's just a dope contrast. I think that would be an epic battle. Um no I D versus Premier. Uh you can go Gangstar versus 444. Like, like no ID got some joints that we don't even realize he got. Uh that would be a fire that'll be a fire, fire battle. Shout out to Primo, a legend. Um Puff versus Kanye. I heard I, I seen a lot of people say Puff should go against J D. And J- I give respect to J.D., a lot of respect to J.D., but J.D. ain't going to be able to match up against the Biggie Raps. No. J.D. is not going to be able to do it. I don't care what J- I don't care what Jay-Z song he plays, Jermaine Dupree can play Money Ain't a Thing a thousand times. Once Puff just puts play on a Biggie song, he loses. Kanye West uh, can battle that. I think Kanye versus... Like Kanye can give you... His classic hove joints. He can give you, he can give you heart of the city. He can give he can give you them joints. He can give you Lucifer. He can give, he can, he can give you them joints. And then he can go ahead and give you some of his records uh, to battle Biggie. I think Puff versus Kanye. That'll be fire. That'll be fire. Um another one I got, Alchemist versus Just Blaze. Just Blaze is a tough one, man, because Just Blaze is one of my favorite producers. Like Just Blaze. Gives you the PSAs, gives you the Talib Kwali, Never Been In Loves. He gives you so many dope records. Um, but at the same time, a lot of his stuff is very banger uh, banger heavy, very anthem heavy, very, you know, a lot of PSA, a lot of pump it up sounding records, like a lot of boom, boom, boom records. I think Alchemist would be a good matchup for that. Um, he can go to his Prodigy bag. He can go to his Currency bag. He he can go to he he got, he got a few. He got a few things he can tackle over there. Um, another one for me. Um, I want to see the battle with the, the group. The group um collaborators. So Justice League, very famous for um what they do with Rick Ross. Versus Makers. very famous for what they do for um, for Dipset. I think those two will be a great battle. I would love to see that. Ninth Wonder versus Lib. Ninth Wonder is probably my favorite producer. He's a, he's he's the best producer, but he's just my favorite because I'm a big Lil' Brother fan. Um, I rock with Roxity. Threats on Black Album is probably my favorite beat on Black Album. Don't kill me. Um, I know allures on there. Um, Ninth Wonder is just one of the producers that I just truly. Um I don't know, man. Watching Knife Wonder make a beat is always a fun a fun thing to me. Knife Wonder just he just dope. And Mad Lib, I ain't gotta say much about do I don't gotta say much about Mad Lib. Mad Lib gave us Mad Villainy, shout out to M of Doom, he gave us Pinata and, and Bandana. Shout out to shout out to Freddie Gibbs, Quasimodo. Mad Lib is incredible. Um those two battling would be incredible. And obvious the obvious choice for me is Thundercat versus Flying Lotus. Those two um collaborate a lot. They have dope albums on the solo side. They do dope records. Like they're doing stuff with Kendrick, Anderson, Pack. They have dope records. I think them them doing a the beat battle would be just phenomenal for hip hop for hip hop fans like myself. Um, and doing something for the trap for the trap for the trap cats. Uh, I think Zaytoven versus Mustard. I heard a lot of Mustard versus Hitmaker. And I think I, I love Hitmaker. I love love what Hitmaker does. I like a lot, a lot of the songs, like you know the light with Jeremiah Tadalisan. Yo, know, he got some joints with uh got a whole album down there with, with Chris Brown with fifty songs. Like, Hitmaker's fire, but he's much more R and B and I think that'd be I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to watch that, but I think Mustard would, would, would obliterate him with some YG records. Um with some Rihanna records with I mean his album Perfect Ten, that Perfect Ten album by Mustard would by itself, them ten songs might kill Hitmaker. Um hey, no cap. <laughs> but also tonight Supposedly, supp- supposedly tonight, it's today is Saturday, uh, March 28th, and supposedly on IG Live tonight, we should be getting, um, we should be getting a battle between Sean Garrett and The Dream. Now I'm not sure if you guys are super familiar with Sean Garrett, but Sean Garrett's resume is crazy. Sean Garrett has gave has gave us Yeah by Usher, he's gave us Goodies by Sierra. He's gave us Destiny's. Uh, he's, he's gave us um, Destiny's Child soldier, like he's <laughs> like he's gave us so many smashes, bro. Oh man, go! It, it's crazy He gave us "Run It" and "Give Me That" by Chris Brown. He has gave. He's given so many incredible records, bro. And that's just before two thousand six. We get to the Beyonce "Got Me Body Upgrade You," ring the bring the ring the alarm. Yo, yo, the Amana song, yo. This might be. off of the dream go weird. I don't know. I'm reading this list again. Like, hold on, this is crazy. He got he got dig a hole by Jay Z. He got that. This is crazy. I'm just reading this list now for the first time down there. He got some joints. He got some. He gets Britney Spears, but it's 2007. Britney. I'm not sure how that how that plays out. <laughs> he got some Cassidy. how did Cassidy afford this nigga? <laughs> Ricky Iglesias, bro, but yeah, his man got joints, man. He got some joints. But the Dream, we all know who the Dream is. The Dream got his own solo records. The Dream is one of my favorite R and B singers. The Dream got records, man. Like the the, the Dreams are uh, ninth uh full Play album. The Dreams full Play album, a must. And any R and B lovers, any R and lo- uh, lovers library, if they don't have the Dreams foreplay, Play, they fraudulent. Um but like the dream he got see he he got umbrella for rihanna he got single ladies for beyoncé partition for beyoncé he got he got baby by justin bieber he got some joints so it's going to be i think I, I think it'll be an epic battle i think it'll be an epic class i'm looking forward to it i will be tuned in tonight for sure on IG live cuz i ain't got shit else to do um yeah man it's been a, it's been it's, been, it's, it's crazy it's going to continue getting crazier um, I hope everyone out there stays safe, remain safe, stay home. Please stay home. There's, there's nothing out there for you. The bars are closed. The restaurants are closed. We have FaceTime. We have Facebook. I, 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 we have Facebook Live. We have Instagram Live. I'm seeing... If I go to Instagram now, my entire, like, the stories, like, you know, you see the little circles and stuff, all the stories, just people going live. And I'm not tripping. Like, do that. Like, in, um, go ahead and just... Interact with people with the best way you see fit, the safest way you see fit, man. Because it's not hanging out with your homies playing cards or, or having a day party and drinking liquor with your homies is not worth risking your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It can't be. If your if your life is literally just that, then bro, you got some you got some reevaluating to do. Like just wait. Your friends will be there. If if y'all play it smart, y'all will all be there in the summertime. When we all back, we we all back, regular man. So thank y'all for tuning in to the ninth episode, the ninth episode of the Good in the Hood podcast. I debated not doing this today because today, like I'm, I'm recording it on the same day I'm gonna drop it. Um, I was trying to work out the Zoom app. I was trying to work out maybe doing Skype with some homies and, and getting homies on here, but um, it was just too it was too it too complicated. It was too it was too many moving pieces with that and. I figured the best way to do it is just go ahead and give y'all a solo runoff. I gave y'all a good hour of content. Um, I'm gonna keep giving y'all the juice on filters, I'm trying to do less than about 20 minutes or less every episode of that, and just keep feeding the content, trying to grow this fan base, grow this brand, perfect this craft. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pursue, and just and move things in the right direction, man. I can't be sitting here quarantined, doing nothing. So I'm trying to be productive the best way I can. And right now, that's by doing this. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for supporting. Please subscribe on YouTube, man. The links are in all the bios of, my social, of the social media. And you can follow us on social media, um, facebook.com slash instagram.com slash twitter.com slash goodinallhoods, Anchor.fm. That's where all the podcasts audio is released, and you can get the links to Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Podcasts from Anchor.fm/slash Good in the Hood. Um, please check us out, man. Keep keep checking us out, man. YouTube is YouTube is getting it's getting there. It's gonna be it's gonna be the fifth video on YouTube right here. I'm trying to trying to build that for sure. Um, more guests, hopefully soon when uh, the quarantine is over. I gotta, um, I definitely wanna get some some, some women on the show, some ladies, get a lady perspective. A shout out to Miss T. Miss T is anxious to rip my head off over those Miami Heat takes I have, and, and also some of those female rapper takes I have because I do not like Nicki Minaj, Megan Stallion, and Cardi B. Their music to me is just eh, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Like I don't, I, I, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> but you know. Shout out to Rhapsody though. Shout out to no name. Shout out to Shout out to Tierra Wack. Shout out to Niddy Scott. A lot of dope female artists. Be be in tune for my uh my top. I'm I'm gonna give a, a playlist, 10 songs, 10 different artists, all female rappers. That's dropping today, Saturday, March 28th, man. So please check that out. That's on Spotify. That will be on the Facebook page, the Instagram page, Facebook group page, and Twitter. So go back to those links and check that out, man. The links are also in the description. The links are also in the bios. You feel me? Uh, but until next time, man. Peace and love. Juice. Out.